You are listening to the Cat Breeder Sensei Says Podcast, the show that supports the reputable breeding of pedigree cats. I'm your show host, April Cotito, and in this episode, we're going to be discussing the option of selling your kittens to another breeder with breeding rights. We'll dive right into that after this short message. Do you want to learn how to become a successful breeder of pedigree cats? Now you can. For the first time ever, enroll in an online training course that takes you step-by-step through everything you need to know to get on the right track. Visit catbreedersensei.com to sign up today and use code PODCAST21 to get $25 off. Okay, we're back. Now, you most certainly have gotten some messages either through email or through Facebook Messenger or another social media account or through voicemail from someone that you know or maybe you don't know who is asking for a kitten with breeding rights. So if it hasn't happened yet, I can assure you that it will most definitely happen. And when it does, you have to make a decision on whether or not you are willing to do that. Now ultimately, the choice is yours whether or not to sell a kitten out of your cattery with breeding rights to another breeder. But this podcast episode will give you some things to consider before you make that final decision. First of all, let's discuss the contract that you have with the breeder of your parents. Read over your contract again and see if you have permission to sell kittens with breeding rights from that line. A lot of times, There are restrictions on what you can or cannot do with the kittens that come from that particular cat. So if you have permission to sell kittens with breeding rights, then you passed the first hurdle. If it is a restriction and you are not allowed to sell kittens from that particular parent, then you are not able to do that. Um, Sometimes they will allow breeding rights to be sold from second generation offspring but not first generation offspring so you just have to review your contract and make sure that you understand what the terms are on the cat that you have a lot of people don't read that part of the paragraph in the contract because it's not something that they're thinking about doing and then when it comes time to uh, you know make that decision on whether or not to sell a kitten they go back and check their contract and you know maybe find out that they're not able to do that at all with this particular cat and you have two cats to check you have your male and your female contract from any mating pair that you are considering selling a kitten from next you want to look at the health and that's such a big term and such a big word that we're going to use here because personally i think it's the most important part of deciding to sell a kitten with breeding rights to a breeder So the health of the parents is one factor, and then the health of kittens from that parent is another factor or part B of that equation. So obviously, if it's the first litter for the queen and even the sire, you know, if you're the relatively new parents, then you don't really have a history of these cats and their offspring, and you don't know. Um, any health issues that are going to rear its ugly head in the upcoming years. So selling a kitten from two brand new producers 
probably isn't the best idea because when you, you know, sell a kitten to a breeder, you're just, and it has problems, you're just passing those um, health issues off to another breeder and that is not what our goals are. We are here to protect and preserve our breeds and that means sustaining a healthy line of cats that can carry on for generations. Another thing to mention is the DNA testing and health screening results on the particular kitten that you are considering selling. So we kind of already know by now that we need to do DNA testing and your regular screenings like HCM, your echocardiograms, and your hip dysplasia. Those are specific for Maine Coons. So each breed has their set of tests and screenings that need to be performed to make sure that your cats are in the healthiest state before you use them for breeding. When you're considering selling a kitten for breeding, you have to look at the results of both of the parents and take into consideration the DNA testing. And let me explain why. Some breeders, and I actually have a female who is um, a carrier for PK deficiency. So I know that it's a recessive gene and it requires two parents to actually create this gene in the kittens. However, they can certainly pass that gene down, the PK deficiency gene, and the kitten would be a carrier. So if your goal is to discontinue breeding PK deficiency out of the lines, which that is one of my goals, then you would definitely not want to sell a kitten with breeding rights that is a carrier of PK deficiency. So knowing the DNA tests for your parents um, and then knowing if it's possible they could be a carrier of any recessive or um, a trait that you don't want to get passed down, then you can do the necessary testing on that kitten to see if they are a carrier in fact or not before making the decision to let that um, cat continue on reproducing. So a lot of people claim like, oh, I have a healthy cats, they're healthy. And, you know, until they are older, we don't really know that because some of these issues, they don't show up until the cat starts to get a little bit older. So to make the claim that, you know, you have a healthy cat and maybe it's eight months old or nine months old, it's kind of premature to say because it's still a kitten and it hasn't had time to grow into those disorders or those conditions that may definitely uh, come up later. So I think that the, you know, the first consideration is how old is the cat that you're going to use for reproduction? How many kittens and offspring has this particular cat had? And how old are those kittens? And how much history do you know about those? Uh, this is a reason why staying in contact with the owners and keeping that relationship open and friendly is important because you want to know your lines. You want to know the health and condition and status of all of the kittens that you have out there. So it's important to have a database or a way of keeping track of your kittens so that you know, you can check in on the health of them. I actually have a cool system um, that automatically sends an email on the cat's birthday and gives them a happy birthday. It asks them for a photograph of the kitten so I can see what it looks like now. 
and then says, you know, ask for a few questions about how's it doing? Is there any you know, health conditions that have come up? You know, just keeping tabs on the little kitten and seeing how everything is going. And they'll respond to that and let me know, um, you know, exactly what is going on with the cat. So I love that. It's automated and I can keep tabs on uh, the health of all the kittens basically by putting everybody in this automated system that I have. So it's really important to keep track of your kittens and where they're at and the condition and, and the health status of them so you know your lines. So once you know your lines and you feel confident that the cats in, in question are producing healthy kittens that are five years old, four years old, whatever you claim to be a good you know amount of time, it's completely up to you, then maybe you can open up the consideration to sell kittens from those particular cats. So that's one of uh, probably the biggest things that uh, you could take into consideration is the health of the parents and the health of the offspring that they've produced already. Next, we'll look at temperament. Uh, temperament definitely gets passed down into the kittens. So to sell a kitten with breeding rights, you definitely want them to have a good temperament. You want them to be friendly and social and come from lines that are equally as um, social and, and inviting to people. So take the temperament of the parents into consideration and again, what happens when you put those two parents together. Are the parents of these kittens breed standard? So we want to protect and preserve our breed and that is by reproducing what is as close to breed standard as we possibly can while keeping health, temperament, and type our most important factors in that order. Um, have the cats gotten any recognition through cat shows? Are they breed standard? Do they fit the requirements? Um, and is this cat an example of what you want to continue to reproduce? And you want to pass that on to another breeder and then they're gonna start reproducing the type of this cat as well. So I know some breeders will actually hold a kitten back that they think is breed standard and of high quality and take it to shows as a kitten and see how it fares with the judges before they will consider using it for breeding. So um, if you are not good at making that judgment call or you're not really you know, confident in knowing what breed standard is, um, and you have any doubt in your mind, then take the kitten to a cat show and see what the judges say. Enter them into a show before you consider selling that particular kitten to another breeder. Now let's talk about the buyer of kittens with breeding rights. If you're new, you probably don't have a lot of established relationships with breeders yet. In fact, it's kind of hard to break into that um, little click, you know, and find the people that you like to um, interact with and engage with. So it does take time and not everybody is for everybody else. But once you start talking to breeders, because they do like to talk um, and there are wonderful, wonderful people out there and hopefully you can make some connections in our No Judgment Zone Cat Breeder Community Facebook group. Um, if you have not joined that group yet, go there right now and do it. We are all um, in the positive movement and we want to be there and supportive for each other regardless of the breed. 
no judging, just friendly advice and, um, you know, sharing of knowledge. So go join the No Judgment Zone Cat Breeder community on Facebook if you haven't yet. So um, anyway, hopefully you can make some connections in there and find some people that you share common goals with when it comes to running a cattery and breeding kittens and, you know, uh, just have some, some things in common that you can talk about, you know, and, and become friends with these people online. And those are probably the people, maybe not in this group, if you, you know, if that's not the case, but, you know, befriending other breeders who share common goals as you, those are really the people that you want to buy kittens from and you want people to buy, you know, you want them to buy kittens from you. So you really should have a common goal in mind. You should share the same objectives. You should share the same ethics. You should share the same um, breeding guidelines and, you know, how you run your cattery. No, not everybody is going to be exactly the same, but you should be in line with your beliefs as far as health, temperament, and type. And, you know, knowing what the expectations are and what realistically you can expect when you buy a breeding kitten. Um, for example, I sold a breeding kitten to a good friend of mine and she was a beautiful black tortie with white uh, girl, you know, left here healthy, parents were healthy, but at 10 months old, um, she was diagnosed with mega esophagus and we, you know, talked about it collectively. We were calm about it. We didn't shout at each other and make accusations and we didn't point fingers and, you know, together we were like, yeah, she needs to be spayed. We do not want to continue that. And so I'm replacing that kitten for her. So if we didn't share the same beliefs about how things should be handled if something comes up, then it wouldn't have happened like that. You know, she would have immediately went to her little groups and put an ugly story out and, you know, said whatever they say, you know, how you see the complaints on Facebook. And, you know, we just don't share that belief. We both agreed, and we've discussed this before we decided to work together, that we don't like to smear names on Facebook, that we both understand that they're just animals and that we cannot control everything that happens with them. We can't guarantee 100% that something's going to come up, whether it's idiopathic or genetic, that is recessive or, you know, just so many things can happen. There's so many problems that can appear you know, we've agreed and we discussed how to communicate about that and how we will handle that if something comes up. And, you know, it, it was very peaceful and, you know, we agree that this is how we handle it. And we like that. We have that in common. So I think that is very important that you know your buyer and you share some common beliefs. Um, if it's a new breeder, you may, may immediately want to just say, no, I'm not going to sell a kitten to you. But you don't necessarily have to say no, because new breeders need kittens too. <laughs> and 
you know, we're here to support each other. And believe me, it's, it's challenging to think about that because, you know, it's just kind of a, I don't know, it's just challenging to think, oh man, you know, a new breeder, but you shouldn't automatically, you know, turn them away right off the bat, you know, get to know them and, you know, make that decision once you have developed a little bit of a relationship first. And a new breeder should also understand that they need to be patient, that getting a good kitten, a healthy kitten from a breeder that they can actually work with and maintain a relationship with for many years is way more important than just getting a kitten right now. So, you know, if you explain that to them, um, then, you know, maybe you guys can create and nurture a a working relationship that both can be beneficial to both people. That's really what I strive for Um, in, you know, in dealing with newbies and existing breeders. You know, I'm always looking for a way that we can benefit each other in one way or the other. So, um, you know, if an experienced breeder comes along and wants to buy a kitten from you with breeding rights, I think the same thing applies. You know, you should get to know each other. You should have a relationship that is mutually beneficial. You guys have our, your beliefs are in line with each other. You have the same goals for your cattery and you feel like working together is, is the right choice. Um, so some important things to consider, you know, when you're dealing with a buyer who wants to buy a kitten with breeding rights. So how much should you charge for a kitten with breeding rights? Um, I did a podcast episode on pricing, how much you should charge for your kittens. And it's kind of a soapbox issue where people have a very strange and weird belief that you should not make money from breeding pedigree cats. And I have a completely different idea and theory about that. So if you want to um, go back to the podcast and listen to that one, you'll kind of understand where I'm coming from on this topic. But um, when selling a kitten with breeding rights, you know, it's totally up to you how much you want to charge for that right to reproduce from that cat and you know what is your health guarantee what is your replacement guarantee um if you do have to replace it you know take that into consideration um do they have to be spayed and neutered before you replace under what conditions will you replace Uh, so you know these are things that you might want to deep dive on and think about you know so how do i price this kitten with breeding rights I've seen different ways people price. Some just tack on a fee for breeding rights, and some will double the fee of a kitten um, if they're selling breeding rights. So, you know, again, completely up to you. It's your choice. You don't even have to charge more for breeding rights, but it's definitely worth adding a premium onto your regular pet price um, if you plan on selling the kitten to another breeder. And last, your health guarantees. So the, your health guarantees for a kitten with breeding rights are going to be a little bit different than if you're selling them as a pet. Now, the, the same rules will apply as far as, you know, you want to take them to the vet within a certain number of days and, you know, that you have this many days to say, yes, I like the cat's condition, it's in good shape, etc. Um, and then your regular health guarantee. But there's one um, additional clause that may be included in your contract about reproduction. 
and whether or not the cat is able to or willing to reproduce you have to decide if you're going to replace a cat under those conditions because sometimes you know in both males and females the cats aren't able to reproduce um, for whatever reason so you have to you know specify your replacement guarantee in great detail in a contract and also discuss it with the breeder that you're going to do business with just it's always better to just communicate and be upfront and open and honest and don't hide anything and just tackle all of the issues that may come up um, now and in the future and know how it's going to be handled so that there's no question so something that you want to um, think about is what is your replacement guarantee and you can feel free to post questions in the no judgment zone Facebook group about you know what are some scenarios when you need to replace a cat um, that's been sold for breeding and you know get some answers from people who have real life experiences and say okay yeah I didn't think about that and you know with a pet sometimes we just cover like genetic diseases and if the cat happens to pass away within X amount of time it's a little different when it comes to breeding especially if you're charging a premium for that you want to sell them a quality cat that's going to do well in their cattery and if something goes wrong just handle that and address that now up front and willingly so that you know everybody is just you know on the same positive page there's no reason to fight it and argue about it just you know specify it up front be clear about it in your contract and discuss it in person so there's no squabbles and everyone knows what to expect so hopefully you have some ideas on uh, things that you can think about if you are considering selling one of your kittens with breeding rights. Um, feel free to always ask questions in our Facebook group, the No Judgment Zone Cat Breeder Community. We are here for you and we support you and we want you to succeed always. Thank you again for listening to the Cat Breeder Sensei Says Podcast. Do us a huge favor and leave us a review on the platform that you listen to our podcast on and share this with your friends. If you have any breeder friends, new or experienced, that you think might enjoy listening to the podcast or would like to be a guest, have them reach out to us and check out our podcast. They can go to catbreedersensei.com or look us up on any of the uh, podcast platforms. And I will uh, see you next time. See you later. Bye.